Hey, this is Pablo from Feeders Unlimited Reptile Store, and you are listening to Reptile Questions Answered. So for today's episode, actually, it's not really a certain certain question that I want to answer, but it's the topic of feeding your snakes, as well as uh, how to figure out what size to feed your snake, or the problem of why is your snake not eating. And I just kind of want to brush up on all those things, because this has been kind of a, a topic that's been... Uh, coming up recently at, at the shop. So let's start at uh, what size rodent should I be feeding my snake? So, and I mean, this could even go to, if you want to get into it, people with Burmese pythons or reticulated pythons, any large breed of snake. I mean, at that point, you can get into rabbits, pigs, so on and so forth. Uh, so this is mostly going to be covering, I'll mostly be talking about snakes up to, we'll say, 10 feet. So the way I've done it, and I've been doing this for, geez, 15 years at least. Uh, I've taken care of, I don't even know how many snakes, uh, personally and through reptile stores and, and pet stores. So, and the way I base it is based off of the middle of the body, so the center of the snake. Uh, a lot of people, especially people who are new to the hobby or a, it's their first time owning a snake, generally want to feed it something that is going to be small in comparison to the head of the snake and the concerns are typically what if the meal's too big i don't want my snake to choke uh i don't want them to you know to die because the meals they try to eat the meal that was too large and they just couldn't do it so snakes are pretty smart and also i think people forget that they can kind of unhinge their jaw and stretch out their mouth right so i guess pro or concern one is that you don't want your snake to choke and die, right? Uh, snakes can typically consume a food item that is twice the thickness of the fattest part of their body. Not all snakes, but most snakes. So that's kind of why you want to feed on the smaller side, kind of getting close to the exact uh, thickness of the body, right? So for people that are freaked out, if you're trying to feed your snake a small meal, in comparison to the thickness of the body of the snake, it's going to be like a snack to them. Like they're going to, you're going to have to feed them several mice or rats or whatever they're eating at the time. And as you own snakes, you'll actually start to, to pick up on these things. If your snake becomes more active, if they're roaming around, uh, you'll start to notice that there's a certain look that they have when they're hungry. So make sure you always feed the appropriate size of rodent. Uh, talking about a specific species, ball pythons, those are a little tricky uh, in appearance. So they have a very tiny head compared to the thickness of their body. So if you take a, let's say, breeding size female ball python, she could be taking down medium and large rats. To someone who's new to the hobby, they might see that, that same snake, see her head, and like, oh, I should probably be feeding weaned off rats, you know. And if you're in the hobby, you'll know that, that is, that's not a meal for them at all. You would need to feed, you know, 10 of those to, to really uh, keep them happy. So... Um, I know it's nerve-wracking if you if this is your first time owning a snake and you're listening to this. I know it's nerve-wracking, but do try to feed a meal that's about the thickness of the snake of the body. So they're not going to choke. They can stretch out their jaws. Uh, I, they can also have, it's like a little tube essentially, where if it's a huge meal, they can kind of make a little airspace to still breathe in and out. So it's not going to be a huge issue. If it is too big, snakes are smart. They're not going to consume it. If you try to feed live... They'll kill it and leave it. You'll know for some reason it was either too big or they just weren't hungry that week. So 
Uh, what was the other one? Oh, right. Um, pros and cons of feeding, let's say, live versus frozen. Me, personally, I always tend to feed live. I always have. I just feel like snakes predatory animals, and I try to keep those instincts sharp. So, However, there are some drawbacks to feeding live. If, for example, you try to go from... If you try to transition a snake to go from frozen to live, that can have a problem. Sometimes snakes that are raised on frozen, frozen thawed, they don't know how to essentially coil or strangle their prey, and they'll try to just consume them, you know, wriggling in whole. <laughs> and uh, if you're feeding, you know, pinky or fuzzy mice or rats, it's not usually a big deal. Once you get into hopper mice, weaned rats, anything larger, at that point, the rodents tend to be a little bit more defensive, a little bit more intelligent, and there is potential for your snake to get harmed. So that's definitely one of the, the drawbacks. And again, one of the reasons why I feed live, and I usually do, I guess, throughout the life of the snake, is because I've been feeding live since they were babies. If, uh, if that's not how it's been, I would stick with frozen, definitely. So also, when you do get, when you do get into large size rodents, larger size rodents, we'll say small rats, medium rats, anything larger than that, or hopper to adult mice. Um, never leave the room or really stop observing your snake. Uh, I've heard way too many, I've heard a lot of uh, horror stories where they left the live rat overnight and they came in the next morning and the snake was dead and the rat was, I don't know, hanging out doing a rat stew. They had killed the snake in the middle of the night. So please, be cautious if you feed live, be aware and be present. Um, let's see, live, frozen. Uh, drawbacks to frozen. So, and this is kind of, I guess the drawback that I've noticed the most is when people try to switch their snakes to frozen and their snakes don't take. So typically if you, if you raise a snake on frozen rodents, they'll tend to consume and have no problems with frozen for the majority of their life. They can switch, but not usually. Uh, for anybody wanting, if you have an issue trying to feed a live rodent and you have a snake that eats live, that's going to be a difficult transition. So if you are trying to switch them over, always offer both, right? Offer frozen thought first, leave them together, see what happens, give your snake, you know, half an hour to see if they're interested or try to eat it. You could even use some, um, some tongs try to dangle the frozen frozen rodent make it seem more lively sometimes that works um, and uh, but if you buy a snake that eats live just know there's a possibility that you will always have to feed live what else uh, picky snakes so a mouse smells different than a rat a rat smells different than an African soft fur so on and so forth I've seen a lot of times where snakes become very picky. They will only eat one type of rodent. So again, we'll use ball pythons. Ball pythons will never really move past a rat, right, in size. They don't go to rabbits. So from the get-go, from newborn hatchlings, I always try to go for day-old rat pinkies. And this way, the ball python will be accustomed to the rat's mouth throughout its entire life. I've had a couple of picky ball pythons where they were raised on fuzzy mice, hopper mice, adult mice, and they never switched over. So I ended up with a big female. Uh, this is a pastel female ball python specifically. And uh, even to this day, one of my friends has her, and she still only eats 
Jumbo mice. So, so she'll take down like four or five a week just because she does not switch to rats. She doesn't like them for whatever reason. So consider the species of snake and what they consume and try to stay within that, that type of rodent. Uh, specifically with African softwares, I know this is, they're not as common in the hobby, at least not in Colorado. And uh, snakes tend to go crazy for them. So if you do end up trying to feed African softwares, uh, I recommend trying to have your own little colony of sorts because oftentimes people run out, African software colonies get old and people don't replace them and then you're going to be stuck with a snake who doesn't want to eat anything else. So keep that in mind. What was the other thing? Oh yeah, and uh, again, a lot of this is going to be just be considerate of what kind of snake you have. So, for example, green tree pythons, a lot of times and uh, they won't eat in a separate container. So, some people freak out, like, I took my, uh, my GTP, put them in a Rubbermaid container or whatever they're feeding them in, and I've tried for weeks on end, and it does not want to eat anything live or frozen. Now, green tree pythons are boreal. They have a body designed for that. So... Oftentimes, I'll feed those in the tank directly. I'll stick the prey in a tiny bowl, like a ceramic dish, a crock dish or something. And uh, sometimes that's all it is. They want to be able to strike from a branch up high, reach down, snag the prey, and coil back up. So that's just kind of that. That's how they hunt. That's how they are. So be considerate. If you do have one of those, try that. Uh, I mean, some will eat in tubs, but if you have any, any issues, try that. Uh, the other thing to consider is uh, size of prey. So going back to, again, the ball python example of a large breeding female, if someone has that size of snake and they're trying to feed a pinky mouse for, this is that's extreme, I don't think anybody would ever do that, but you're trying to feed a pinky mouse to this giant ass snake, uh, it's probably not going to happen. Like they just, they don't, they wouldn't bother. You know, it's like, uh, it's eating, it's like eating one potato chip. Nobody wants to do that. So if you have a picky snake, try different sizes. Oftentimes people neglect to move up in size. I mean, you see your snake every day. Sometimes you notice how, sometimes you don't notice how big they've gotten. So if for some reason they skip a meal, but they look hungry, try moving up. Go from a small rat to a medium rat or go from a hopper mouse to an adult mouse. So that'll often solve the problem. Uh, I think that's, I think that covers most of the, the problems that I've been talking about with my customers for the past week. So I think I'm going to leave it there. But if there's something I missed, something you want to know, uh, definitely shoot me an email or uh, respond on Anchor if you're on this app and or just call the store. So anyways, this is Pablo from Feeders Unlimited. This is Reptile Questions Answered, and I will talk to you soon.